backing up is not the same as backing down, right? So sometimes you have to change direction and you feel like, you know, every time you're coming back to base camp, you feel like you're erasing your progress and you're going the wrong way, but you just have to realize, use this as an opportunity to rebuild your, you know, rebuild your strength, to work on your skills, to make sure that you are even better prepared the next time around, because that's, I mean, that's how you do it, right? You got to get back up on the mountain. And, and every time you come back down to base camp, you can't look at that as defeat. Otherwise, you're never going to want to get out of your freaking tent again. If you've got something, let it rip. I'm never going to do this again. Everybody grapples with this idea that you're really a fraud. Like I'm alive. And that's when it clicked with me. I thought these are not superheroes. These are just men that can do super things. Welcome back to Monday Morsels, the mini version of 10,000 No's. I'm Matthew Del Negro, and the following clip is raw and unscripted. It's a real-world, problem-solving conversation with one of the members of our 10,000 No's Insiders community. You know, Matt gave you the background that I was the team captain for the first American Women's Everest Expedition. And um, prior to going to Everest, you know, I had been on smaller mountains where you just, you just climb up the mountain, right? You you have, you, you train, you research, you have all your gear and supplies in your backpack and you climb from camp to camp to camp and you just head up the mountain and hopefully you make it to the top. I don't know, maybe you do, maybe you don't, depending on how things go. But Mount Everest was a completely different animal because, because it's so high, because it involves climbing up into what is known as the death zone, which is any altitude above 26,000 feet. That's, they call it the death zone because that's where human life can no longer be sustained. Your body is slowly starting to die. Your muscles are deteriorating. Your vital organs can start to shut down. So you don't want to spend you know, any more time than necessary in that death zone. But when the death zone is involved, the climb is, is done completely differently. I'm going to explain it to you guys right now. So instead of just climbing up the mountain, here's how it works. You spend 10 days hiking. When you climb Everest, you're going to spend 10 days hiking just to get yourself to base camp, right? So you get to that base camp and you spend a few days and nights there to get used to the altitude because it's over 17,000 feet. So then once you've been there for a few days, you pack up all your stuff and then you move up to camp one, right? The first camp up on the mountain. So you spend the night up there at camp one. And the next day after you spend the night up at camp one, you pack up all your stuff and you come back down to that base camp again. Spend a few nights at that base camp again. Then you climb to camp one again, spend the night. Then the next time you're up there, right? So you're up there at camp one for the second time, pack up your stuff, then you can move up to camp two. Spend the night up there at camp two, it's 21,500 feet. And the next day after you spend the night up there, you pack up your stuff and you come all the way back down to that base camp again spend a few nights at that base camp again. Next day, climb to camp one again, spend the night. Next day, climb to camp two again, spend the night. Next day, you're going to spend maybe nine or 10 hours fighting your way up there to camp three. You're at almost 24,000 feet. And then the next day, guess where you go? Yep. All the way back down to that base camp again. So the reason you have to keep coming back down to base camp is because you have to let your body get used to the altitude very slowly. It's this process they call acclimatization. 
So if someone were to magically drop you off on the summit of Mount Everest, if, if you could be dropped up there by a plane or a helicopter or something like that, you'd be dead in a matter of minutes from the altitude. So you have to move up the mountain really slowly just so your, your head doesn't you know, pop off when you get to the very top. And I mean, it doesn't really you know, pop off. But the catch is that anytime you're above about 17,000 feet, which is going to be, you know, any camp above that base camp, or sorry, anytime you're above about 18,000 feet, anytime you're above 18,000 feet, your body's starting to deteriorate and your muscles are getting weaker. So when you're climbing this mountain, it's this crazy catch 22 of wanting to spend time up high to get used to the altitude, but you have to keep coming back down low. So you can eat, sleep, hydrate, and regain some strength. So not only is it very physically challenging to be going you know, up the mountain and back down and up higher and back down, but psychologically, forget it. It is incredibly frustrating as well because you know to reach your goal, you need to be going this way, right? But you're spending a heck of a lot of time climbing in this direction. Right. But even though you are going completely backwards, you are still making progress, right? Because you're helping your body acclimatize. And for whatever reason, when we have a goal, we feel like progress has to happen in one particular direction, right? You feel like progress is always linear, but that is not the case. Sometimes you are going to have to go backwards for a bit in order to eventually get to where you want to be. So don't ever look at that backtracking as losing ground. You guys, you should look at it as an opportunity to just regroup, regain some strength so you are better out of the gates the next time around. Can I um, pop in for a second, Allison? Yeah. Just, just to make the parallels, because we've had stuff here where we've, um, I'll go join you for a second, where we have, you know, I, I talk about it all the time. I know everybody in the group talks about it. It's like you, you know, if you're on a show, you're, you're feeling good about it. You're told great things about it. It doesn't go. Now you're back to square one. It's like, right. you're, you're right back to complete zero. So right. that and maybe it's a small, like the next thing you get is a smaller part and you feel like you were already here in your career and now you're doing stuff that's here. Right. And so it's easy to feel like you've erased your progress and to feel a little bit defeated. And you, and you feel that also for everybody in the group, even just with auditions, we've been talking about, you know, self tapes for auditions and talking about how much time you put into it, you prepare it, you have to get someone to work, to do it with you. You need to find the space. You have the backdrop, you have the camera, you spent money on the camera, lighting, like all of this, you spend the time, like whatever, you have a day job and you can't do the day job. Like you might have to give up a shift because you have to prepare this audition. And it's like, you put everything into it and not even sometimes you don't get it. Most of the time, overwhelmingly, most of the time you will not get it. And it's so easy to feel like, holy crap, I did all of that yeah, or absolutely nothing. And what I like about Allison's the, the the cool thing about seeing that map of the mountain is it for me it's it's more even though I'm sure it was frustrating for you to go up and down I feel like that map 
is a good way for us to think about it with, and I'm actually going to steal this for myself, to think about it in terms of our ups and downs. If you, if you flip it around in your mind so that when you put all the time into say it's a self-tape or say it's that you get a job and, and you're great in the show and it doesn't go and now you're back, instead of looking at it like you fell off a cliff, maybe just telling yourself, oh no, that was like the descent part that yeah. Allison was talking about. That was just because I had to get up to this altitude. I got used to what it's like being on a show. Now I know what that feels like. Now I got to go back down and I got to yeah. be here. And then I get the next one and maybe it's a better opportunity. So anyway, I'll show I'm going to give you guys my favorite quote right now. Um, I actually trademarked this quote, but this is it right here. Backing up is not the same as backing down. Right. So sometimes you have to change direction and you feel like, you know, every time you're coming back to base camp, you feel like you're erasing your progress and you're going the wrong way. But you just have to realize, use this as an opportunity to rebuild your, you know, rebuild your strength, to work on your skills, to make sure that you are even better prepared the next time around, because that's, I mean, that's how you do it, right? You got to get back up on the mountain. And, and every time you come back down to base camp, you can't look at that as defeat. Otherwise, you're never going to want to get out of your freaking tent again. You know, you just look at it as like, this is, this is an opportunity for me. Back down here at base camp, this is an opportunity for me to do a refresh. So I know I'm going to be better during my next rotation when I get out of this tent. All right, that is it. Now, obviously, you can just take what was said and apply it to your own life. But if you like what you heard so much that you want to find out how you can become a part of this community, just click the link for 10,000 Knows Insiders in the show notes or visit 10,000knows.com and check out more details there. If you feel like this helped you, please consider helping us by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the podcast. Or if you're watching on YouTube, by liking this video, subscribing to our channel, and dropping a comment below. We appreciate it and have a great week.